Cam, how are you doing today? Undescribable. Oh, that's that's a new one. Um, obviously, the, the news coming out today um, about Julian missing practice and possibly missing this Sunday's game as well with a knee injury. What do you miss when you miss a guy like Julian out on the field? His wisdom. Surprisingly enough, I got to check on him, man. Um, he's my guy. And um, yeah, so he, his, his presence was missed you know, today and, you know, what he brings to this team, he's more than just an unsung hero. He is, you know, everything the Patriots represent hard, you know, tough, resilient, um, gritty, you know, that's Julian Edelman. It's just a quick follow-up. I guess your confidence in in the other guys, um, the depth of the the receiver to step up if Julian is out and Akil is out this Sunday. I think I got my play full with focusing on me. I have all all um, you know confidence in you know whoever's out there and wherever the read takes me. You know that's where the ball is going to go. So <clears throat> if it's not Julian, if it's not Bud, if it's not you know, whomever, you know, I just got to be ready to, to rock and roll and get the ball out and, uh, you know, make good decisions. Thank you. Next question, Nick O'Malley, followed by Alan Siegel. Hi, Cam. Uh, you guys are hitting a stretch where you've got a lot of road games coming up and had your bye week shifted a little early. What are some things that you focus on, whether it's training, nutrition, mental, to help recover and stay in good condition now that you're in the thick of the grind of the season? Well... <laughs> Uh, just practice. I think we get all that in, in, in our preparation as a, as a team. And, you know, uh, Coach William does a great job in, you know, making sure that we're well conditioned and, and, and well, um, you know, hip to the things that we need to kind of focus on. But in order for us to kind of get to where we want to go, we just got to take it one game at a time that, that, that what we're planning on doing and it will be good to go. Now, just a quick follow-up focusing on your nutrition and diet as it pertains to this point in the NFL calendar. Do you have a favorite Halloween candy? Uh, unfortunately, you know, a lot of the candies aren't, aren't uh, you know, vegan because of the gelatin. But I'm a big marshmallow guy, and they make homemade marshmallows here, which are tremendous. Uh, but I'm a old-school circus peanut type of candy eater i eat skittles sour patch are vegan surprisingly and the strawberry or the watermelon so yeah so um kind um not kind can kind of candy too but candy as a whole in my household you know with all these kids man you know they'll be set to go all the way through december <laughs> thank you our next question alan siegel followed by mike reese Thanks, Stacey. You're making me hungry with the candy talk, Cam. Yeah. <laughs> um, through your own words, you have told us that you're not happy with the, the way you, you were playing, that you want to get better, and you know, thumbs point right at you. Mm -hmm. have, obviously, you want to do well on Sunday. You want to lead the team. Something you have to fight against on Sunday is being too high, adrenaline running too far, so that you, you don't start pressing. You just keep calm and staying on that even keel as much as you want to do well on Sunday. Um, I just, you know, for me, it's just about allowing plays to linger. 
And, and, and when I say that, I don't mean it, you know, just by the bad plays. I mean it by good plays too, because, you know, success at all at, 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 in many ways can be the biggest distraction. You know, I think the fact that when you have, you know, learning curves, you know, like I'm having now or this team, so to speak, you know, you can kind of really go in depth and see what the issue is. But yet, I think the thing for me is this offense is so advanced and so schematically, you know, driven by, you know, a specific reaction of how the defense or what the defense is, is doing. And I just have to you know, be accessible to, you know, understanding the play caller's purpose and, and and being able to execute at hand, whether we went over it or not. You know, Josh does a great job with game planning and, and, and you know, these last two games it has been one after the another that is I've been more thinking more than playing and reacting what I pride myself on doing. Um, and, you know, he's been great throughout this process, Jed, as well as Coach Bill, you know. But, uh, you know, I do understand that that type of football play is unacceptable by no means. And, and uh, you know, I'm all about putting the team in the best situation to, to win. And that's what I have to do here moving forward. Thanks, Cam. Yes, sir. Question, Mike Reese, followed by Dan Roach. Hey, Cam, uh, this is a little bit of a different question um, relating to the jersey number one. Uh, Warren Moon, I believe, was one of the first to wear it, um, but there's sort of a new generation of players now wearing it. Kyler Murray, Tua. Mm -hmm. um, take me back. When did you decide? How did you decide to wear that number? And what does it mean to you to see that number gaining more popularity uh, with quarterbacks? You know, I never really thought about it. You know, it's it's it's. I wouldn't say I was the first person to kind of put people on, obviously going back to Warren Moon, you know, and his him being such a pinnacle in 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 trailblazing opportunities for, you know, quarterbacks like me. Um, I made the decision because when I first went to Carolina, I wanted number two and number two represented the second son, which I am from my mom. Uh, Jimmy Clausen had number two at the time, and I wasn't prepared to pay the uh, the bill that was requested. Um, so I just I picked another number. Next question, Dan Roach. Hi, Cam. Uh, just uh, I thought on Sunday and Monday you were pretty you know, vocal about just maybe you're thinking too much and what have you. And, and, and Bill Belichick said uh, this week that, you know, that where it starts with a guy like you to, to get going where you need to get going is, is maybe in practice. And just a thought on, on how your week has gone and how you've, how you've been feeling uh, throughout the week. That's been good. It's been good. You know, I have to do my part. You know, uh, you know, Coach, Coach Josh says it best. Where you know you we cannot put ourselves in a position where we have to reteach certain things and you know especially for me, you know I, I kind of hit a hit a point you know coming off Corona where it's just like okay, you know I know this, but in essence I don't know it good enough or I don't know it the way I should know it because I've only saw this particular type of looks. Now as defense. Defenses start scheming you up and start realizing, you know, this, that, and the third. You have to be able to have answers for it. And it doesn't matter how many reps we get in practice. It doesn't matter how many 
you know, examples, you know, coach has to show me on film or what I see on film, you have to still be able to react and react to what they are schematics of what their wrinkle is uh, in each and each and every week. So given whatever the call is for us, you, you have to have an outlet for every single thing. And, you know, when you're when you're behind the center and you control pretty much the whole layout of a lot of things, you know, you have to have a clear mind and know that, OK, that last one wasn't good. The last one was great. The last one was, you know, wasn't good enough. OK, how can we move forward? And I'm on a constant perfection or a constant journey to perfection. And yeah, you know, having these last couple of days in practice and, and, and whether it's been dry, rainy or whatever, my mentality has still been the same. I still want to control to make it a, a, a smoother transition, leaving the huddle. And by the time I say hut, I know exactly what I'm supposed to do, where I'm supposed to go, how I'm supposed to get there and getting there. Next question, Ian Steele, followed by Yanni Caracas. Thanks, Stacey. Uh, Cam, I remember when you first signed on and you did the video with Odell Beckham and Todd Gurley, you said that the Patriots were getting a dog and a ticked-off dog. Yeah. Is, is, is that still there, considering that, you know, the struggles that you guys have had lately, or is it even more so? Has it gone down a little bit with the confidence? You know, where's, where's that at right now? Man, listen, I'll say this, and I've been away from – I mean, I had to go on this. I'm still on this hiatus where, you know, I kind of blocked a lot of things off. But make no mistake about it, you know. Yeah, it, more than ever. Uh, because I, I feel like when you're trash and, and when you put on performances like you like I did this past week, anybody can start talking to you. And from the whispers and the chirpers and the things, that's – you know, but when you're doing your job and when you're good enough, like certain people, they, you know, it doesn't even get to your desk. But the fact that, you know, you're down or you may be low in confidence at that particular point in time, that you're an easy target because you're, you're, you're down. But when you're going, you know, that's that's growth. That's maturation. And for me and, and when you talk about dog that never leaves, it's just a mentality. I live my life in that specific type of way. It was handed down to me, you know, from coaches to, to, to my dad to, you know, from peers and, 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 and different teammates. You know what I'm saying? It never leaves. And I may take a hit, but at the end of the day, you know who you are. And, and that's what it, that's what it that's all that matters. Thank you, Ken. Yes, sir. Uh, Yanni Caracas, followed by Chair Sullivan. Hey, Cam, you just alluded to reacting to how defenses have been playing you, but how can you and Josh uh, go back to the success you had in week one against Miami, week two, throwing the ball against Seattle, and try to recreate things you did in those game plans? Uh, to be honest with you, it has nothing to do with Josh. You know, it has nothing to do with Josh. It has nothing to do with Jed. It has nothing to do with, you know, Coach Bill. You know, everything right now for me is just taking ownership and not pressing, though. You know, with having conversations with people, do I do trust in my counsel from coaches, from players, from family members? You know, when I when I say that and when people hear it, they mean like, oh, my God, I can't just about to start doing too much. Like, no, it's, it's just taking pride in the little things and doing little better. 
um, you know, from protection slides to who's the mic to what's the line doing go to, you know, taking full ownership of this offense, you know, because at the end of the day, nobody cares when you got here. They just matter, you know, look, you're the next opponent and, and we're trying to win just like you're trying to win. So, you know, that's all that's all it's all, all about for me is just growth into this offense, giving everybody that type of comfort, you know, to know that whatever play is called that, you know, I'm going to put them in the best situation, whether it's a chunk play, checking it down from a, you know, you feel like as if pre-snap, you're going to have to check the ball down, but a chunk, a chunk play opens up, then that's what we got to get to. Uh, Tara Sullivan, followed by Phil Perry. Hey, Cam. Um, I hope you don't mind me bringing this back up again, but as somebody who, like, really appreciated when you explained your Sunday best and your clothing and your look and your sense of individuality and, and style, you know, I, I heard what Jeff Garcia said and I heard your initial re response on, on Monday. It seems to me you took a bit of a high road there. Was that intentional? Is that sincere? Do you have any more thoughts as the as the week went along, like in the tone of anger that seemed to be directed your way? Just any thoughts that you've had throughout the week, why you seem to get judged that way? I don't know. But I say it like this. I don't know where Jeff Garcia is from. And to be honest with you, I would be eager to kind of find out. But at the end of the day, when you play the way I played on Sunday, terrible. <laughs> You open the doors. I mean, this whole week, starting on Sunday from the first quarter was a humbling experience. Getting a tap on the shoulder was a humbling experience from, you know, saying, hey, we're, we're thinking about that. Hey, that's all humbling. I'm not used to that. So it, now I'm at a crossroad that says, hey, if you don't pick up your play, then that's going to be a permanent decision. So when, you, when that happens, you open up a whole uh, um, reservoir, so to speak, of, of different people kind of attacking you that some may say, but he has a right to, to say that. But for me, where I'm from, like, you know, we take pride on, you know, being able to express ourselves in ways. It's not like I can walk in on Sunday and I probably wouldn't do it to say, oh, my God, I'm feeling good. I look good. Da, 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 da. So I have to express myself in that type of way by the clothes that I wear. We don't we don't have the luxury as football players to have 180 games like baseball players or 82 games like basketball players where you see LeBron, Steph, you know, Kyrie and all those different guys, you know, wear different outfits left and right. You know, so for me, like I just do what I can when I'm given an opportunity. But yeah, that's just the game inside the game. It still comes down to on the field production, which he was right. And it's, I don't, I don't necessarily know what he said. I knew kind of the gist of what he said, and that's that part. I do believe was right, but I'm not gonna wear two different outfits to no game now. You know, it is what it is. So I think that was kind of humorous in itself, and he knows that. And I, I don't know how, or like I said, the tone of what it is, but. You know, it was duly noted. It was duly something that I plan on putting on, you know, my shoulders to 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 be better and do better. And obviously, you know, what I'm saying I just have to, you know, carry my weight. So, you know, the fact that it was said, that's fine. I'm 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 okay with that because if given a different circumstance with a different performance, then who knows what would have been said? 
And who knows if it would have been picked up the way it has been picked up. Are, are you a Twitter guy at all? Did you see the thread that compared your outfits to Beanie Babies? No. Listen, <laughs> I, I have been completely shut off of Don't the know. world, you know, these last couple of days for obvious reasons. Um, but no, um, I have a representative who, who even controls my Twitter anyway. But um, nah, nah. It, it, let's just put it like this. It's not the first time. Or in, in this case, would be the last time that I'm ever going to be on a meme with something that I wear. I feel good about it. That's who I am at this particular point. And I don't I don't think, you know, what I'm saying if I come in anything different at this particular point of the juncture, you know, people are going to say, like, what is Cam doing in some, some gym shorts and some socks and some sandals coming into, you know, a game? Like, I think people kind of look forward to it. I know I do. My mom does. That's what I really do it for. Thank you. you know? So, Thanks. Next question, Phil Perry, uh, followed by Adam Beasley. Hey, Kim, I'm curious because obviously you guys are playing a division game this weekend. It's, a, it's the first place team in the division, uh, and the trade deadline is next week. And I'm wondering if you see this team as being at sort of a crossroads and if this game might dictate how the rest of the season plays out in some ways. Do you view it that way? Oh, no, sir. This is a must win for us. And I'm going to control the things that I can control. And, you know, I have two or three more days to prepare. And that's what I plan on doing. Do you feel as though the team may look differently if the game doesn't go the way you guys want it to go this weekend, based on who's on the roster because of the deadline's coming up? And listen, man, good vibes, good energies. You know, you got to speak things into existence. And I rebuke what you just said. You know what I'm saying, sir? Um, but uh in all in, in all seriousness no i don't that's not something that i could control you know I, i'm pretty sure i got all faith in you know the guys in the front office coach bill and in what his desirables are and um that's what i stick to like i say my main focus is to play you know a better version of what i've been playing here lately protecting the football and that's the key to victory thanks kim thanks Adam B. Sorry. Next question, Adam Beasley, and then the last question will be Andrew Kelly. Uh, Cam, this is my first time calling in. Can you hear me? Just making sure you can hear before I start asking. I can. Great. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm calling from down to Miami. We're about to uh, break in our own uh, first-round quarterback. I wanted to get your thoughts on Tua, what he's been through, and a little advice you might send his way about what's what's in store for him. Oh my goodness! You know what's crazy? So I get home last night. <clears throat> And I don't know if it was a rerun or it was it was just his show. Um, it, uh, my cousin had it on and it was a great piece just showing. I, I never really knew him and, and still don't really know him. But I think he's a great person. He had he's one of the few people that you, you don't necessarily have to know. But you just say, man, he looked like a good dude. You know, what I mean, and he went to the other school for, you know, that we don't speak of being from my alma mater. But at the end of the day, I would say, man, just take it off of what it's worth, man. Just stay prepared and know, know what you're good at. Because if you know what you're good at, you know what you can always revert to. And, you know, he has all the skill sets to be a great quarterback in this league. And I'm wishing him the best of luck unless he's going against us. Thank you, Cam. 
Last question, Andrew Callahan. Uh, Cam, first real quick, I know you mentioned seeing different looks and that directs how you need to run the offense. So I'm curious if your time with Coach McDermott all those years practicing against his defense in Carolina, does that give you any sort of familiarity going into Buffalo even though you haven't seen him yet? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. But, you know, I'm pretty sure Coach uh, Coach McDermott was going to have and will have some type of wrinkles. He's a great coach, man. Um He's been doing a great job there, him and, you know, uh, Bean and just getting those guys, getting the right guys in for what they're what they're trying to do. And uh, I've been extremely impressed and, uh, you know, look forward to a great competitive battle on Sunday. Cool. Uh, and then more broadly, I know you mentioned earlier just kind of being on a learning curve, you know, the past couple of weeks in the offense as a whole. So besides thinking maybe a little bit too much on the field and answer this however you want, what else do you feel like you've learned? most the, the last couple of weeks here through the struggles losing is not acceptable in this locker room in this county in this state in this area in this region so cameron newton you need to pick your expletive up that's what I've learned. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you very much, Cam.